welcome back to Topside Talks. I am Jackie and I'm here with my sister Suzanne. Hello. This podcast is all about getting a second opinion. And it is covering how not to be afraid of using private healthcare, absolutely having the right to say no, how we handled it, as in how did Suzanne and I handle it, and it's okay to get it wrong. So, if you get a diagnosis of any kind and you're not happy with it, get a second opinion. No one says that you have to accept everything that's laid out in front of you because there are professionals that absolutely know what they're doing, but that doesn't mean it's the right course of action for you. So if you're not happy, get another diagnosis. If you're fortunate enough to afford it, go and get a second opinion from another professional. So private healthcare is not something that everybody has, um, but it is actually something that you can tap into ad hoc when you need to. So I remember when dad got a diagnosis, they weren't absolutely sure what they were dealing with. And originally they thought it was breast cancer, which we thought was strange because it was dad. Um, And dad didn't like spending money. It was one of his things. But what we made him do was go and get a private biopsy and we paid for that ourselves. And he didn't have private health care and it, it did actually frighten the life out of him because it was parting with money. But what it actually gave us was a very firm diagnosis of what he had, which was non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and it, it completely changed his course of treatment. But I think what's key in this conversation is what happens when you get somebody that gets a diagnosis that doesn't want treatment? That's a really good point. They don't want treatment and it is their right so that also opens up you know, many questions that we will start sharing information on as well, which is the lasting powers of attorney. And when is the time for you to step in and say, I'm not sure you're, it's in your best interest to make this decision at this point versus not having the capacity, the mental capacity to make that decision for yourself. And they are, it is a very fine line and a whole chat in itself. But equally, you can be completely sane, have all your mental faculties and go, I just don't want to do this. And that's okay. And if you're a person that doesn't want to do this, that is not on their own and still has a spouse, still has um, children or anything like that, you're then not just dealing with the, I've got this, I don't want treatment, this is my choice. You're then dealing with other people's opinions, family who you probably care very deeply for, also having to accept your choices. And yeah, another minefield waiting to happen. It is another minefield. It's also not our first rodeo when it comes to adjusting to what someone else wants for themselves. So we do talk later on um, when we go through the diagnoses with mum. She was in a very different place in her life and her mental faculties and started having extreme things going on with her body, which meant the decisions that she made were quite extreme and very difficult for us as her care providers, as her daughters to accept. But... You know, it's finding that line. It is their life, it is their body. And it is their choice. So when Dad got his diagnosis, how did we handle it? Well, for me, I distinctly remember going to Kenwood, you know, the outdoor festival with my husband at the time. And he knew that I was just devastated. I was completely in myself watching this. And he was just there for me. He just supported me. 
And then because of the level of education that I'd had, not a huge amount, but a knowledge of the body and conditions and things like that, I dived into what other support is out there, what natural support is out there, where can I support my dad um, with his body in other ways, because there's a lot of other ways you can support somebody. You can go to counselling, You can, which again, you don't have to pay for if you know where to go. There's nutritional support, but again, it's going to the right people that have the right knowledge so that it's supporting the body and not making treatment more difficult. And I remember when you did that, and actually I've loved you ever since you did do that, and I remember you having a conversation with Dad, and thankfully as the patient, he accepted and took everything you had to offer. And I remember you talking to the doctors and saying, this is what I've researched, this is what I want to do, do I have your permission? So it didn't interfere with his treatment. So that was amazing. Um, but I also remember, how, how did I handle it? I had a very young family, and mm. to be quite honest, I can't remember exactly how I handled it, other than I knew I was just going to be there every step of the way for him. And I'm conscious this is hopefully a family show, and we might have a young audience listening to us. There were a lot of oh-poop moments, and they're okay too. Oh, yeah, there were so many times where we didn't get it right, mm. where oh, this is what we wanted to do to support them and it sort of went a bit wrong or it wasn't the right thing at the right time or things started going downhill. You you won't get it all right. You can't know everything. This is about a supportive journey with your family or friend or whoever it is that's going through it. And you're not you you're not going to know everything. Even the doctors don't know everything they have timelines and potential outcomes and the most common thing that happens on that particular journey but nothing is set in stone and i bless them the doctors they do a fabulous job they are skilled in their craft but you have to be the one that checks in all the time because your father your mother your brother your sister they are not the only patient on the doctor's books and they are doing the best they can. But if you want the answers to what's going on with your particular patient, you have to be right on it all the time. Absolutely. And just on the note of doctors, um, as I mentioned uh, a moment ago about getting natural therapies and seeing what alternative things are out there to support the person, support the body, or even support yourself while you're going through this um, to help that person... Um, don't be surprised you know I would always advocate that you do get the consultants and the doctors on board with how you're trying to support but don't expect them to be on board equally that doesn't mean you can't do it because it's really up to the patient and what they want to do it is always best to get the support of the team or the people that you're working with and there are things out there you can do. And again, the same thing applies. You know, you take something in, you say, I was thinking of supporting my family member with this, that and the other. They go, no, no, no. Get a second opinion. Go to another doctor. Ask them. So obviously, if um, there is something we've mentioned in this podcast that we haven't actually put in the editing, so contact numbers for one, please reach out to our website, jt-accounts.co.uk and contact us. 
wherever you are listening from this podcast should have contact details attached to it please get in touch we want to help if you could say something to or ask death anything what would it be to meet us on our own terms and to stop visiting us uninvited Oh, I like that one. <laughs> I do like that one. That that kind of sums up what I've just said, really, about yeah. some people wanting death and some people going, give me five minutes, please, I'm not ready. So this, this one is being asked whether you picked my friend or not. Mm. Mm.